Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Vacation Station travel show with Nancy and Lisa. And it is the fourth Tuesday of the month, and that means the Fire Monkey is here. Uh, Fire Monkey is Debbie Stone, the travel writer. We call her the Fire Monkey other than the other day on a segment we were doing on the Jefferson Highway when she went to the Bob Dylan Center. I called her Debbie just because we were not on the same show. Can you believe it? I actually called Debbie Debbie. So welcome back, Debbie. How are you? <laughs> and believe was... me, when you call when you called me Debbie, I thought to myself, who's she talking to? <laughs> so weird. We all just kind of stopped. Like, what was that? What was that? But but listen, welcome, welcome back. Happy New Year. It is January, everybody. And uh the fire monkey got some fiery chicken, you know. So when you think about spicy hot chicken, <laughs> what are you thinking? She learned all about country music and African American music. She learned so much about music because she went to Music City, and I think you went to Mammoth Cave National Park too when you were there, right? When uh, that same yeah, kind of we, yep, we did that little drive over about an hour away to get to uh, Kentucky to the caves. But uh, yeah, and you know, night and day you go from Music City where there's just so much going on, and then you go to these go to this massive cave, you know, this underworld. Cool. So it's, it's kind of a, a, a total dichotomy, you know. <laughs> mm. That's cool. awesome though to have that kind of changeover you know that yeah that you know but I think after I mean you did a lot in Nashville yeah everyone uh, you can see Debbie's article up on blendradioandtv.com but it seems like you've got so much about history you had food a lot of music and a lot of museums but there's shopping it, it just seems like this was an epic um twirl around the music city like how many days would you give people to do all that you did because this is this is a biggie you know people you know you can go to nashville and just you know you can just spend you know every minute of every day doing something and you know people can do it you know i think it's nice to have three days at least to do nashville only because these museums in particular you know they're they're so they're so amazing and they're so um, detailed and so interactive and they, you know, you want to take your time through it instead of running through, you know, and saying, oh, I, I just saw that, you know, and it's, there's just, there's too much. And so if you really want to spend quality time, I think three days is a really nice amount because you're able to go to the museums, you're able to go listen to music, you're able to eat in fun places and, you know, shop if you need to shop and just, you know, really enjoy the whole ambiance of of the town. So I, I would say, you know, three days is comfortable and, and I know people that, you know, do it in less, but I just feel like to get, to, you know, to get really maybe a little bit deeper than just running around the, on the surface, you know? Mm. I, mm -hmm. I like that you started your trip with the trolley tour because I don't know, we started getting into those, you know, too. I love like trolley the, tours. Yeah. The trolleys, the buses, because the guides are cool. You mm -hmm. get this really good feeling like that's what we did in Nashville and uh, mm -hmm. Asheville, not Nashville, Asheville, North Carolina. And I don't know, it's just, it's just a kind of like, oh, this is where we're going. I don't know. I feel like that's something we should all do if you can take a guided tour of like when you're in a city like Nashville or, or L.A. or New York or, or like a city, 
Well, and you get the lay of the land. You get the lay yes, of the land and exactly. an introduction. So I think that's the first thing that we should do. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I usually, uh, I always, if I go to a city, and especially if I, either I haven't been or it's been a long time, you know, I, I love to do those, either like a walking tour or, or the trolley tours or whatever it is. But just to see, because a lot of times, you know, there's so many, so much knowledge also that the guides provide, and they're usually very entertaining. And also, mm-hmm. you get to see, oh, these are these different neighborhoods in the town, you know. And mm-hmm. it's, 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 to me, it's, it's a wonderful introduction to, to a, a location. And you don't have to drive. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't have to drive. You don't have to follow and, maps. You go, ooh, I like this yep. place. You, even just if you see a shop, you can write it down. You can yeah. play with GPS and Google later. But you can make a list of, oh, I see this, oh, I see that, I want to right. go here. Um, and, and it's fun. And I like trolleys because, listen, if you're driving, you need to get out of their way. I know those drivers. They're like, hey, and it, it's the trolley's and, you know, these are I love the, the hop-on, hop-off uh, situation as well because, you know, the, that's wonderful for people who are like, okay, I'm going to take the trolley to this location, get off, go and, um, you know, explore it, and then I'm going to get back onto a trolley and continue on and then get off oh, that's somewhere cool. else where I want to go. And you use it as not only your introduction to the city, but you use it as your form of transportation, you know? I mm-hmm. like this. And this is an old town. So, they have, you right. know, it's like San Diego has old town and then it's like old yep. town is different than the downtown. Like it's two different oh, things. Big time. Is, is it, is it the same? I mean, is old town um, the same not- as the downtown? No, they just call it the Old Town Trolley Tour, you know, but it goes okay. all through, it goes throughout different neighborhoods of, of Nashville cool. and it, it hits, you know, it hits a bunch of different um, uh, stops and, uh, you know, points of interest and, you know, the the, the uh, driver guide will be pointing out things and say, oh, you know, you should come back here or if you want some really good biscuits, do, you know, eat here and, you know, some wonderful things. So, you know, if you're paying attention and you want to take notes, you know, they're, they're, you know, people that are locals that, uh, you know, have been guiding and so they know the town. So, you know, you really appreciate hearing from them. And plus they've got some great stories to tell too. Mm. I want some good biscuits. I know. Okay, Ooh. wait. Okay, can we yes. just go? I know we're going to talk about all these yes. museums and everything, but I want to know about the chicken and the biscuits. Like, I know. I mean, <laughs> you, I, I've got to go there. I'm. I. It's. It's dinner time, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> spicy chicken feels really good to me. But the backstory of this chicken is so. It's a country music song in its own thing. Oh, it's just <laughs> too funny. So you know, I mean, Nashville's got just every kind of food you can want but uh it, it they they're specializing in of course, of course barbecue you know which everybody would think so and then there's something called hot chicken which i really vaguely was aware of but really didn't know anything about the backstory but it's it's basically fried chicken but you know it's it's really got a kick because there's a cayenne pepper and other things that they can put into the sauce um and how much of that kick is up to you but the story behind it is that there was a scorned Nashville woman whose partner, his name was Thornton Prince, and he was a bit of a ladies' man, and he had a habit of coming home late uh, because he was out and about. And so one morning after uh, one of these nights, um, he awoke to the smell of fried chicken. And he was like, oh, this smells really good. And he didn't know that his woman had put this very generous dose of cayenne pepper in the dish because she wanted to teach him a lesson. But her plan backfired because he liked it so much that, you know, he used a recipe to open that first uh, hot chicken shop, which is called Prince's Hot Chicken Shack, which is still in existence. And they 
if you go to Prince's, you can order your chicken from mild to, and they call it XXX hot. But what I loved is over at another uh, favorite iconic spot, which is called Hattie B's, where where they have their labels, and the the most extreme is called "Shut the Cluck Up," and it has a burn notice fire warning monkey. on it. Oh, it's, this is the fire monkey section. I like See? it. <laughs> I, I, it's like hysterical, and so you know, it, it, you know, our, I remember the the driver guide on the trolley was saying, "You all be careful now, you know, if you're going to oh, try that hot funny. chicken, you know." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. and then and then you know, besides the chicken and the barbecue, you know, the, this the, another wonderful thing is these biscuits, and I, once again, this was a recommendation from the the driver guide, and it's called Biscuit Love, and it's they have a couple of restaurants in in the area, but it makes these incredible incredible fluffy 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 biscuits i mean incredible and you can get all sorts of things with it eggs and sausage gravy and fried chicken and always with these incredible cheesy grits which are are my weakness and then they have something called bonnets which i've never heard of which is like a fried donut you know biscuit dough and they put this lemon mascarpone on it and then some blueberry stuff on top of that it's like insane and the place is just packed i mean people are waiting to get in it's just it's and it is it was the the biscuits were to die for they really were delicious i bought my bonnet i I do it's about time they didn't do it at christmas i want it now i want my bonnet I want it. I want it now. I love it. I love it. No. So like food is a big deal, but you're going to need it because you have so much to see and do. And so let's just go back to, you know, do the trolley tour. And then your first place you talk about in your article, again, everyone on blendradioandtv.com is the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. That has to be one of the most iconic places to go. And then we have got to talk about the Ryman, you know, and, uh, and the Opry too. But uh, the Country Music Hall of Fame. Does it kind of show when you're there, like how country music has changed? Because at some points, some of the country oh, musicians kind of like got pissy about Nashville. Now it's not pissy. Oh. It's like back and forth. But that's all about the, the change of sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yes. That's and, an interesting you know, thing. They take you through the history and they take you, you know, from from the roots up until, you know, today and uh you know you have some of the iconic of course all the iconic names and carrying through until you know until the current time and also what is amazing about this is that you know there are just several million artifacts in this place so you can imagine just how incredible uh, of a of a museum it is and there are cool. instruments and the recordings you can uh, you know listen awesome. to the music all the time photos there are co- oh the costumes are incredible all sorts of memorabilia they even had Elvis's gold-plated caddy and they have Taylor Ooh. Swift's tour bus and they have I mean it just it just is is amazing, and it goes along with how it relates, you know, to the history, to what's going on in our country at the time. And so, you know, you've got video footage, and you've got all these biographical uh, segments and panels, and you know, who shaped the music, who who kind of took it from this to that, and mm. then they have all these wonderful t- these touch screens, which are very interactive, which I really. I found very fun. And you can record your own song. You can finish the lines of popular lyrics. I love the one where you can find out which career in the music industry would most likely suit your talents. And uh, in my case, it was a songwriter. I mean, like, oh, there you go. Make sense? You know, writer, cool. writer. But anyway, it was mm-hmm. it was interesting to, to, you know, to do all these things. So they really want to engage 
the visitor on, on, a, on a variety of different levels. And then you can go into um, the Hall of Fame Rotunda, which is where you're going to find, of course, you know, all the Hall of Fame members. And currently, mm-hmm. I think there's 149. That was of October, this uh, October 2022. And it talks about who was first. And then it shows everybody has got a little bronze plaque. And they've also uh, got kind of like a likeness mm. of themselves and some highlights about their career. And it's quite, I mean, this is, that's a, that's a, a big deal, you know, to be inducted into that, uh, Hall of mm-hmm. Fame. And so there's a bunch of videos where they show people, uh, the induction ceremony and they show people, you know, what, what, it, what it's all involved. And, uh, then you can like walk right across the, the, the street and see the Music City Walk of Fame, uh, in the Walk of Fame Park, which also mm-hmm. has important mm-hmm. contributors and music. And, you know, you can walk, look at the stars that are in the sidewalk. So, you know, that yeah. is a, a wonderful, I mean, you know, to me, that takes a couple hours, I would say, easy to go through that museum. And you might even want to spend more, but, uh, and they have add on tours. Like you can go on the guided uh, tour of RCA Studio B, which is incredibly historic and really the the big place of Nashville Sound. You know, with some of the the, the big uh, iconic Dolly Parton, Elvis, Charlie Pride. You know, all these these mm. people and a thousand hits and you can stand on what's called the sweet spot which is where all these hits were recorded. So that was kind of a, a really cool uh, experience as well. Wow. Nice. I love that you did so much in regards to mm-hmm. the music. I, I think that's just such a an important thing, you know, that you go you can't go to Nashville and not do the actual music part and that they music. really, really, really celebrate it, you know. Um the other and, and part of it go ahead. No, I was gonna say and people the people going there, I think really seek that kind of experience that's mm-hmm. really part of it i mean sure. they want to listen of course they want to listen of course to live music that's that's a big part of it oh, that's they also they that's also want to they want to explore the the roots and the history and uh, you know see mm-hmm. the makers of the the you know all these people that they've heard over all all the years you know it's 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 a deep dive into that you know it's i a, love that rca studio that you can you can get the, the, you know, it's a form of respect going to honor those people that you mm-hmm. love their music and to go read about Absolutely. them, learn a little bit more. It's such a it it's such a good thing to do, and you come away understanding way more about the music than when you before you walked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it exactly. just gives you great perspective, great great perspective, and not only mm. that, it's just it's enjoyable. It's you know, there's. I mean, I, I just found it to be wonderful and I could have spent awesome. much, much more time, you know, jealous. And the jealous. thing you went to RCA Studio B and I want to do that, you know, and mm-hmm. I've, Chet Atkins is one of my heroes. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, he, he really is. And um, yeah. that's a big deal to me. And like Mark Knopfler, right. Would I would like to have been there in a room with the two of them. That oh. would have been like a deal for me that that's. Then bring in Emmy Lou Harris and she can, you know, anyway, yep, that would be yep. really good. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that, I mean, and there's still recording there, like you're saying, this is so cool. Yeah. But um, the National Museum of African American Music, oh. I think that is so important because, oh. listen, mm-hmm. this is my deal about Tennessee and, 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 and Louisiana and Memphis, like, and Georgia and yeah. Florida. Like, we're going to do like a series of shows. So you got to come back on for this. Um, going in the south it's this the music history of the south and okay. it's not just the history but it's a then and now because mississippi mm-hmm. has the blues trail 
and it goes right. into Louisiana. Now they just did the national marker for Buddy Guy in Louisiana, which you know, mm. yeah. dude, he's the dude. Like seriously, like, it's Buddy yes. Guy. Um, yes. But now Memphis, right, is a huge. You've got stacked records. You've got all of this going yep. on in Memphis. So now they've got these cruises, river cruises, going from Memphis to New Orleans. So now I'm oh, yeah. seeing this whole thing happening. Mm. You know, we've got Mississippi, we got, and Alabama has to be in there. Oh my God, if I left out Leonard Skinner, yep. I'd be killed. But <laughs> anyway, the South, you guys have got stuff going on with music. But from in Memphis to Nashville is the music highway when you're driving. We see it every time. They have one of the coolest visitor centers just outside Nashville. They are mm -hmm. playing Johnny Cash. They have a rocking chair, uh, two rocking chairs next to a fireplace with all your visitor information. Like, come on. That's the coolest that's so thing cool. ever. So I'm they, all you know, into this. This is, I, and, I, and ah, I get excited. Sorry. <laughs> no, I just, I do. I, I love, I, I love the way that the, um, the tourism folks uh, in Nashville have really, uh, they they've really got their act together, and it's you know cool. a, really a wonderful. You know, if you go to their website, it's 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 quite amazing and quite extensive. You could say you know, visitmusiccity.com, and it's to me it was a very helpful, very helpful uh, place uh, to uh, go to um, in in advance of a trip. You know, to find out where you want to go, what neighborhoods there are, what do you want to see, what do you want to do, how can you mm. plan your trip? They'll give you great trip planning advice if you need it. Um, to me, you know, it's, it's wonderful because I think Nashville on one level can be overwhelming for visitors mm -hmm. the first time because there's so much. And, yeah. um, you know, you kind of have to figure mm -hmm. out, okay, I, I have to have kind of a quote unquote plan of attack here. And in terms of, you know, how do I want to fit in these things? And where are things so that I can group things together? So I'm not going way off in one mm -hmm. direction, and then having to come back the other direction. So I think, you know, for me, mm. uh, it's very helpful to, to have that kind of information. So I can plot it out when I get there. It's not, yeah. you know, it's one of those places where you really, you kind of want to do it, especially if you want to see uh, everything that you want to see. But I, well, do I think wanna, that I want to go to the National National Museum of African American Music because I think yes. people forget about that with country music it is and there are like incredible honestly listen banjo music came from African Americans so I'm just saying mm -hmm. in, in Africa it so. is it is it was probably one of the most I mean to me it was excellent excellent well so well done once again taking you through a timeline of music uh, you know, from a awesome. historical perspective, a social perspective, you know, gospel, jazz, R&B, hip hop, all oh, the different cool. kinds of genres. And, it, and once so cool. again, you can listen to music at different places. They give you this little like, um, I can't, but it's like a tech, a little gadget, but you can, you can um, use it to record snippets of, of music that you um, want. And so then cool. you, they put together a playlist for you and, and, you know, send it to you and it's fabulous. And so, you know, it was just, wow. and you see people, you see people and they're just kind of like, you know, they're moving their bodies and bopping around and, you know, you can see them as they're cool. listening to music and it, it's, it's, it's wonderful. You know, I just, it was mm -hmm. terrific. And then they have, you know, other, you know, a bunch of other museums, but, it, you know, if you're a Johnny Cash fan or a Patsy Cline fan, mm. you know, there are museums devoted mm. to each of these artists that are also well done, very interactive, very much, uh, 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 I would say, touting a, a collection of artifacts that it's, it's quite wonderful. So if you're into those uh, either one of those, and they're both in the same building, uh, one on one floor, one on the other. And, you know, it takes you through the history of, of these particular um, uh, 
musicians and, and songstress and you know it's to me it was fascinating because you find out all different kinds of things about these particularly these two people that you probably never knew about mm-hmm. yeah exactly and and you know it's it's just to actually you know you see the movies and everything it's like going to yeah. see graceland in memphis or sure. you know then going to see you know johnny cash and seeing his memorabilia yeah. like you just did the bob dylan center you know right um to actually see these things and even their photos being big, it just reminds you of like these epic moments in our music history because music mm-hmm. tells the true story of life. It does. Yes, it does. Music yeah. and the arts, books, uh, you know, it just the arts have a way of being true. And, um, you know, we, we need the truth and we we need it to be you know coated with some some art. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think this is the, one of those things and, and people who stand up. You know, musicians yeah. stand up for things, and Johnny Cash certainly did. Patsy Cline, in her own way, did so much too that she should, she does need her own museum like they have. So there's that. And I do want to get to the Grand Ole Opry and the Ryman Auditorium, but yeah. I want to yeah. touch on the art because that's another thing. And apparently, you like visited the side of Greece. You, I mean, did they give you like, did you throw plates at the art museum? This is. This is a, it's so funny because of all the places that you would expect to see something like this, it's hysterical, but there is something called the Parthenon and it looks like the Parthenon and cool. you know, you're, you're and it's in the Centennial mm. Park and it's a full scale replica of the original and it was built cool. for the, the 1897 Centennial Exposition. And you know, you, you, you ask yourself, what, why, why would this be here? Why would the people want this here? And this is an interesting backstory because it relates to one of the, the city's names which is the Athens of the South, and they got that name because back then, um, you know, they had they they were very proud of the fact that they had several noted colleges, they had universities, they had special ac- academies, and you know, mm-hmm. the, this is an area of the country that was not known for educating its people, and so they were very proud of this, and so they thought that the, like a structure like the Parthenon would be the, a great way to honor at the centennial celebration and so today it is an art museum and also you walk in and there is a dazzling recreation of a 42 foot athena in all her magnificent uh uh you know golden and it's just it's it's um amazing but yeah so you know that that's kind of cool and you think to yourself gosh what you know this is amazing to find this here so it's one of those surprises that i loved love to find out about cities you know Mm. See, this is, this is so cool because, you know, when you think about, you know, art, you just, again, the arts are different, but you don't expect to see, you know, the Parthenon, you you just don't expect that to happen as soon as, you know, you're going to Nashville and then suddenly like, hello, we're doing this, but, (laughs) but, uh, you know, but to see art too, that's a nice kind of change over from the music. It gives you some breathing space and, and a different, you know different sense of an enjoyment and looking but the Grand Ole Opry and Ryman Auditorium to me are so I mean this is iconic I know they have these backstage parties and and concerts and and you know um we've done interviews on this before like even they've been flooded but it, they were hit by yes. what was hit by lightning like years ago years ago, we did an interview with a photographer who did a black and white photo book um wow on them and and the buildings went through, they, they've been through hell, let's just say, yeah. like, it's, yeah. it's gone through, but it's like, um, you're not going to kill the Opry. It, no. It's, 
It will live. It will live on and on and on. And it's, um, you know, visiting it is definitely one of those, you know, pilgrimages for a lot of of people who who come to Nashville. And you know, they want to go to the Opry and they want to go and listen to music and they want to go to the Ryman and they want to go listen to music. But also, uh, I, I found it fascinating to do uh, the backstage tour. And uh, to me, you know, at the Opry, it was wonderful. I went to a concert there, which was great. You know, there was the night I went, it was Vince Gill and Trace Atkins and Joe Mullins Hello. and Jamie Johnson and Gary. Yeah, I mean, there was there were so many good, great uh, country mm-hmm. musicians on stage, and it was so exciting uh, to be a part of that. And it is a radio show, so you are, you know, a part of the radio show. And then afterwards, I did the backstage tour, which I found to be fascinating because, mm-hmm. you know, that's where you get to go to the to see the dressing rooms. You, you know, you see where they're, the VIP space is, where do they enter, the artists, you know, the themes of the dressing room. And, you know, you, it, to me... And speaking of the flood, there was a a marker in one of the uh, family in the room that they call the family room, and it showed that high water mark during that flood back in 2010. And it was, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty daunting. And the fact that it took about five months for them to to restore the place, it was. And in the meantime, they did do their shows over at uh, the Ryman, I think, and other venues around. Yeah, I, I remember that I, flood happening, and and friends of ours who have a ranch out there got flooded badly. Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah. It was what was going on in Nashville and the surrounding areas in Franklin. It was it was devastating what was going on for the land, and they they still yeah. get it. You know, it's just it's yeah, ah, yep. it's it's a special place. But I, I'm so glad you went there because listen, I have a thing about hee haw, and Nancy likes Minnie Pearl. Oh, oh no, you know what? I <gasps> would I would like to go to um, Trace Atkins dressing yes. room <laughs> of course God, hey, it, you know it was to me it, he was great he was phenomenal he, he really was excellent. yeah i, uh, I but, really uh, like him you know you do you learn about all you know you learn about the the roots of the yeah. opry you learn about old you know mini pearl and you the yeah oh, she's scene awesome. and absolutely and so you know it's 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 wonderful and you learn it's about iconic. that that's circle that circle on the floor that is so iconic as well that represents yes. that yes they talk about the unbroken connection you know for the history and traditions and mm-hmm. people the performers stand there and for them especially if you're a first-time performer to the opera if you're standing there it's like you realize how many of, of you the greats that you have admired and revered over the years that they've all stood mm-hmm. there and, and it's a pretty special special thing and the ryman is awesome. you know a, a nashville landmark it's a you know really it is the mother church it is the mother mm. church of country music and you know it is it was the first home of the opry and uh you know today mm-hmm. it's 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 happened it's you know has 2300 seat auditorium has some of the most incredible acoustics that performers uh, you know constantly rave over i also went to attend uh, a show of the mavericks which i thought was awesome phenomenal. they're and, cool they are so cool. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can also, if you can't see somebody, you can take a uh, self-guided tour of the place. So you can look and see all, of, you know, learn about the history and, and look at the memorabilia that's on the, that's in there. And so, you know, these are two hallowed, hallowed places for uh, mm-hmm. country music fans. You and can't leave them out. You know, you, uh, when, you when you go to places like this and like when you're in, like, you know, we've gone through Bristol and places that, you know where Johnny Cash has traveled and it's in music, you know, when right. you drive through places and you know, they've been there, like we're going to go, I know we're going to make this happen. 
this year, 2023, since we're recording in this year, right? <laughs> but um, I, we're going to go to Wink, Texas. And hmm. it's a small, like you, apparently if you wink, you, you missed it. Um, <laughs> but this, they have a tiny museum in Wink and it's dedicated. It's Roy Orbison's birthplace. Are you kidding me? Oh, like he's, wow. I'm sorry, but I'm a huge, crazy, huge fan of Roy Orbison. I like weirdly, like, I don't know if it's Dennis Hopper movies. I don't know what got me all, <laughs> you know, tweaked out on him, but. But his voice is, he's got, but you know, he was all around Nashville too. So when you drive mm-hmm. in these areas, do you have their music playing in your head? Like when you go, I mean, cause you travel and you've done so many road trips, you know, over the last few years during the pandemic, do you ever hear their music when you're going through, like, this is their part of their country that they've written about? Like if you go to Alcatraz or you go San Quentin, uh, oh, San Quentin, you kind of think of Johnny Cash, like, come on, you can't. Every oh, time without I a to, doubt, with- I, I think of him every time I'm out near that area. It's yeah. like you kind of yeah. doesn't it kind of have like music have a sense music gives a sense of place. And oh, so, it's a huge sense of place. I think it's one of the you know yeah. it's just people people listen to a, a song and they can tell you when they first heard it or mm-hmm. when it was you know pivotal in their life. You know they can say, oh my gosh, you know that was back when I was in college or that was back when you know I was uh, mm-hmm. working at blah 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 whatever it is. But they it brings you it brings you to a place so vividly and it's it's just to me it's an amazing uh, way to to uh, you know touch base with. You know, your with your past you know yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. And it's like in bakersfield there's a buck owens thing because yes you know, buck oh owens. i know I mean, that yeah yeah i haven't yep. been there but every time i'm there yep. we turn on this old school radio uh, yep. station yep. Out there. Respect. go up, <laughs> up the highway the it's the all-american highway through the farmlands <laughs> and the oil derricks yep. and you listen yep. to this old school music and we stayed in an old school farmhouse and watched a wedding once and it was like I mean, you are transported back. And if you yeah. don't seize that moment and have that feeling, it's the closest you can do in time travel. It really is. It's, it's, it's pretty special. You know, I, just, yeah. I, I think, oh. you know, that's the, that's the power of music. It really has such power, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, now let, let's talk about the honky tonk highway because, yes. okay. And there's all these clubs. I mean, we've got our friend, Stephen Karen, she was partying at Kid Rocks, like, she was up on the on the bar tape like or like this thing dancing and I'm going is that Karen and now they all know Stephen Karen from the line on the rose bed and breakfast mm-hmm. in Asheville go to Nashville all the time they I mean they it's rock like it. music cities they it's rock a route it. people do it they go back and forth all the mm-hmm. time yeah. and I think last time they went they brought us moonshine so we like them Ooh. but anyway yeah, so <laughs> it's like um oh no they were in Gatlinburg but it's a uh, it's a close knit highway, and even the interstate shares the music of this area. That's what I was saying. Like the interstate, yes. I mean, the the state itself celebrates music so deeply and understands yeah. who the people are, you know. And um, you know, I just I love this. But going out and partying, you go to these museums. Now you're all like revved up. It's like the pre. It's like the tailgate party, going you to the museums, and then no, you, you go out to. now. Yes, you need to absolutely. go in a red convertible with the top down. Yeah, people it's, like you know, walk, walking lower Broadway, which is the honky tonk highway. You know, it's there are so many bars and clubs, and the music is just pounding and bumping out 
on, into the streets day and night. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, so, so the, the, the big thing to do is you walk along and, you know, there's no cover charge to enter. You walk along and you hear something, you know, you peek in the window and you peek, you know, because the windows are usually open to the, to the air. And so you can look in, you look at the band that's playing, the crowd that's there. If something that you like, you pop in. Mm-hmm. You stay for a tune yeah. or two, you know, and, and then, you know, check out a few places. I mean, the the best thing to do is to really stroll and stop and stroll and stop and stroll and stop, you know. And, of course, cool. you know, there's there's all sorts of iconic places that people are, you know, really uh, wanting to go that have, uh, you know, are very popular, like Tootsie's and, you know, Whiskey Row and, you know, AJ's. I want to go to Whiskey Row. Rock. That sounds fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, they're, they're, oh. they're busy and there's, you know, a lot of times lines to enter and, you know, you're going to be packed like sardines and people are having a grand old time. But what I, I didn't know, but I, when I found out was that, you know, there are three songs that the groups all, uh, will play only and only if the crowd you know, comes up with a hundred bucks uh, for them to play the song, and one of them is Leonard Skinner, as you were mentioning, Freebird, Billy mm. yeah. Daniels Band, The Devil Went Dude. Down to Georgia, another huge, cool. huge one, and Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. And so, you those know, are hard. Is and so if you want them to play that, so the crowd, you know, they come up with that the the money uh, collectively Dude. or whatever, and then for other requests, usually, you know, you, you put some kind of donation in there, and uh, if you want something really specific, but uh, yeah, it's Freebird, and you see, seriously, and you see all Freebird. Oh my God, because it's such a, it's also such a long it's, song. Like when we had like our the band, devil went people would do that. Oh my people God, people would do that to our band oh. all the time. Freebird, Freebird, Free Free and we're like, like oh, Dude. No, and I remember again. we did this one gig, and this lady walked up to me, and she goes, "If you don't play Mustang Sally, I'm not tipping you." And I'm like, "That's our warm-up song. We don't play that as a main thing." Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, if you don't play it, I'm not tipping you. I'm like, well, oh. you know. Anyway, well, then, yeah. yeah. But no, the, the the most popular seemed to be when I went to several of these uh, of the the uh, places was the the devil went down to Georgia. Of and, course, uh, yeah. I mean, they had they had some good. very hot fiddling there. On, I mean, some of these groups, and it was really interesting wow. to see the different groups doing renditions of it. You know, so uh, it was it was fun to see that. But yeah, it was. I mean, you know, it was fun. There's a lot of quality performers out there on on mm-hmm. Lower Broadway. I mean, you know, these these folks are are good and so you know you could spend all night and all day doing that you know if that if that is your your cup of tea you know so or mm-hmm. i should say if, if the cup of whiskey you know so oh, there we I, go. I, yeah that's it you can walk around in hey listen <laughs> willie nelson spent the night like one night he he decided to go to sleep on the road on the actual road he passed out <laughs> on the street oh, gosh. Oh, and they had to get him i think he got arrested and and then yeah but that was back in his drinking days now he's a you know into weed but he, that, yeah, he was he was um, a little happy on the highway, but so this, but this, I want to bring that up too because you get you get into those places, and we have friends in Nashville, and they always take Ubers. And one friend um, had he did this sober January thing, and yeah. then went Gosh. out, yeah, and it was crazy. He went and did all of these honky tonks, all of you know, kids rock right. place, whatever. <laughs> And, you know, and then suddenly had to do sober, sober February because he oh. overdid himself. 
He was in oh. an Uber, a karaoke Uber singing with his oh. girlfriend. It was hysterical. Oh. They had twinkly lights all on the inside. And <laughs> I think he was singing La Bamba or something. It was crazy. It was like this crazy little mothership. So it's like, not only, you know, you, you don't get into a somber Uber in Nashville. It's like, no. it's it's a party continues on. But yeah, he, he had to go to hospital and get hooked up. Like, like he, wow. he overdid himself. He got, well, he forgot. And, you know, because his body was clean and he he just went wild. And um, yeah. Well, you see quite, he, you see, you know, that's, that's uh, not unusual. I mean, when I was, when I was there, you know, I saw some, you know, fairly inebriated people, especially uh-huh. the later it get later gets into the night. It gets, you know, you can, yeah, you know, definitely, you know, the, the, the rollicking begins, so to speak, you know, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, so it's, it's definitely a scene, um, mm. you know, and, but, you know, if, if, uh, you know, I also mentioned the fact that, you know, people shopping there is also a big yeah. thing. People, people are there because uh, they also want that, you know, definitely that pair of cowboy boots. And there are lots of boot stores. And around, those and jackets. Those rhinestone jackets. decorated yeah, jackets. Yeah, the, yeah, the, not sequins. <laughs> rhinestone. The rhinestone. <laughs> yeah, the rhinestone yeah. cowboy. Come on. That's yep, it. yep, yep. So, you know, there, the, you know, there's plenty of that place. And one of my favorite places, though, was this... Uh, kind of an interesting uh, uh, area called Marathon Village, which was one of these repurposed historical structures that was used to be called the Marathon Motor Works. And this was the company that made the first cars in Tennessee. And so, you know, once that was uh, over and done, which didn't mm. last very long, um, you know, it kind of, you know, stood empty for a while. It was, you know, eventually, though, it was repurposed. And so they kept all these industrial parts and these pieces of equipment and uh, that they had in the factory. And it's really such an interesting place to go shopping, too, because, uh, you know, places like this, you're going to find some really quirky, unique uh, types of items. And so uh, this was one of the stops on the trolley. And so this is also one of the stops. It was like, okay, let's get off here and let's check this place out. And it was, it was fun, really fun. Cool. There's, you know, some, there's that store that uh, History Channel's American Pickers, you know, they have that store. Oh, so cool. a lot of antique stuff. And mm-hmm. Jack Daniels, the whiskey maker, has, you know, a lot of uh, uh, paraphernalia there. And uh, you can look at the, the cars that were still in existence. There's only eight of them uh, left. And uh, so, yeah, so it, you know, you can, you know, definitely do, do you can definitely shop till you drop there. Wow. Oh, it sounds like fun. I mean, mm-hmm. that could be dangerous, but I, I'm all good now. Let's go back to the food. <laughs> I know we talked about the chicken, but it seems like you had Mexican food. Uh, you went to Germantown. I didn't know there was a Germantown uh, chocolate, Goo Goo Chocolate Company. Oh, Goo Goo like, yeah, Goo Goo Chocolate mm. Company is is a Nashville, uh, you know, it's 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 that's the uh, the home, uh, and they they uh, I mean they invented uh, in a Nashville, so you can go to the factory there, and you can actually make your own if you want. You can design your own, uh, or just you know get the ones that are there. But uh, yeah, you have to have a Goo Goo Chocolate. Uh, cluster when you're there definitely and you know there's like i said anything that you ever have wanted to eat whether it's mexican whether it's seafood whether it's you know you want uh, italian food a- anything and one of my favorite places though was the assembly food hall which yeah is, uh, so cool i mean i went there for lunch twice because they have so many options you know everything there from poke bowls to pizza to burgers to 
Indian food to and a rooftop bar. Just oh, and it, yes, with music, you know, cool. it's like and lobster awesome. rolls. I mean, it was like, are you are you kidding me? Oh, you know, she, oh, well, just, she's back to lobster. Uh, you can't take the lobster out of her. I know, and of course, yeah, you know, I, know. I had to have lobster rolls. <laughs> oh my god, lobster! But um, yes, so so you know, there's just there's. There's so many choices. It's really wonderful, um, you know, to be able to nice. go to a city that offers so much. And, you know, so, you, so you're never sick of one kind of food. You can just keep going from one to another to another to another. Oh, you had hush puppies. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. I love hush puppies. Even oh, in the morning puppies. with hot honey. Mm-hmm. Seriously. So, they're so good. Ooh. I don't care. I, I, hush puppies are, are absolutely with barbecue they're wonderful. Sauce. Yum. Hush yum. puppies yum, and yum. barbecue yum. sauce. Hush puppies oh. with honey. Hush it doesn't puppies matter. Hush mustard. puppies with anything. I would like hush puppies now with chicken. Thank you. I'd like no, the spicy now chicken. I'm feeling like hush puppies. Ooh. I want the hush puppies. I'm getting puppy. hungry. I'm hungry. I know. Again. And listen, we're recording <laughs> this in Tennessee. We're going to have to do a detour. Doing oh a detour. Gosh. It's all your fault. We're detouring. I want hush puppies and I want them now. <laughs> yes. And then you want, some, you want some of that biscuit love, honey. You do. I do. I do. I want the biscuit. I want the chicken. We want I want the chocolate. And hush puppies. I know. And chocolate. And especially want the music. I want the music. Yes. I really want to go. And yeah, I just, yeah. you did such a good overview uh, for everybody to really kind of get their bearings like, oh, I want to go here. I want to go there. Uh, awesome, awesome job on that. So, everyone, again, I really encourage you to go to Debbie's article on blend radio and tv.com. Uh, it really gives you a good overview of what you can expect mm-hmm. and see and do. Also, go to the Nashville website, which is visitmusiccity.com. Duh. <laughs> so, visit. <laughs> visitmusiccity.com is the site uh and you know debbie the fire monkey is here every fourth tuesday so keep up with us mm-hmm. at bigblendradio.com and we're going to close with music there's no way yay you can come on. yay and, uh, we have to and so this is from our friends who used to live in nashville now they're in alabama in birmingham uh the joiners uh rachel and taylor joiner uh, they had this awesome four-piece band out of nashville and this is the title track of their album Glorious, glorious. So you can go to uh, thejoinerhouse.bandcamp.com to check out the whole album online. Uh, but here it is, and Spotify, all those places too. But Bandcamp is good for musicians. They get their money. Mm-hmm. Um, just saying. So here it is. Glorious, glorious. Uh, so enjoy, everyone. Thanks so much, Fire Monkey. Hey, thanks. Looking forward to talking to you soon again. Take care. Take care. Bye. Here we go. The glorious, glorious life of a singer Come down to Nashville, check out my fingers You tour the museums while I play the streets If you like what you hear by me, something to hear They don't make guys like you where I'm from Always thought the streets were fun. So softly landing a kiss on my face. She liked the feeling. I love the taste of the glorious, glorious life of the singer. Come down to Nashville, check out my fingers. You tore the museums while I play the streets. If you like. Something to eat 
watching him play Be so cathartic Hearing her sing Will it might bring you home What you see on that stage That's all that she owns Oh, the glorious, glorious Life of the singer Come down to Nashville Check out my fingers You tore the museums Why, I play the streets If you like what you hear by me Something to Check out my fingers, you tore the museums while I play the streets. If you like what you hear by me, something to eat.